It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 215. Hello, I'm Dr. Neil, and welcome to another Friday edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your questions related to health, fitness, diet, nutrition, stress management, anything along those lines. I'll spare you an explanation of all of my credentials and my history, my health history, and all of that stuff. If you're interested, of course, definitely check out one of our previous Q&A episodes. But for now, all you need to know is I wanna tell you the truth in these Q&A shows. I want this to be a space for you where if you send me a question, I will do my best based on the latest research to tell you the honest truth. So if you wanna send in a question and basically get a consultation for free, it's really easy to do. Just come by oldpodcast.com and look for the bar along the side of the page that says, ask a health question. If you click on that, you can record a message straight from your computer's microphone or from a phone if you use the app. You can do multiple takes. Once you're happy with it, you can then hit submit. It's that easy. Or if you like to do things the old-fashioned way, you can call 61-I-LOVE-O-H-D. So either that or visit oldpodcast.com, send in your question. You make me happy. I love answering your questions. And you'll be in small, special raffles to win books from us. So like I mentioned earlier this week, today's Q&A is a nice segue from Ms. Fanuni's two-part posts earlier this week. If you recall, Ms. Fanuni was describing things in moderation and how it was tough for her to follow moderation. It just didn't suit her lifestyle. So with today's Q&A, I'm gonna come back to this idea. I'm gonna touch on it again. So let's hear today's question as we optimize your life. Hey, Dr. Neal, this is Bridget from Virginia. And I'm calling because I have a question for you about the best way to eat. I hear so much about all different types of, I guess, diets, paleo, keto-adaptive, plant-based diets. I'm just wondering which is really the best for health and best for maintaining a good weight and living a healthy lifestyle. It seems like they all have some similarities, but then also are contradictory in what they feel is best and what is best for you. And I'm hoping you can provide some clarity to that. Thanks so much. I love all the old uh, podcasts and I really enjoy listening to them every day. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great day. Thank you for your question, Bridget. And thank you so much for listening to all of the shows in our old podcast family. You are much appreciated. Now I'm gonna start by answering your question very directly. The best diet to maintain weight and allow you to live a healthy lifestyle is the one that allows for one, food to be consumed in moderation, and two, a diet that you're able to follow in the long term. All right, so that's the end of this episode. Roll credits. Okay, you twisted my arm. I'll discuss this further. This is probably the question I receive most often from patients. Which diet is best? And I respond the same way. We have to find which diet is best for you. Bridget, you brought up a very interesting point. This idea that the diet advice you hear from health professionals or read about on the internet and see celebrities touting, they all appear contradictory. Some swear by low-carbohydrate, high-protein diets, others high-fiber, high-protein, and still others a high-fat, low-carb diet. And then there are fasting diets, while others follow Mediterranean or DASH diets, and the list goes on and on. Then if you try and pull up actual research, those diet studies that are conducted on real people, you will find contradictory information there too. Very frustrating indeed. 
And as I always say, I want you to be able to expect accurate information from me. The best way for me to provide you with this is to base what I say off of well-designed research studies. Notice I specifically said well-designed research studies, not just one study and not just any study, those that are well-designed. Too often, media headlines mention a recent study that discovered something that flies in the face of what we think we know about diet and health. But if we were to dig a little deeper, we may find that there are 100 other studies that show the opposite effect of what that media headline just said. Or maybe the study was only performed in mice and not in humans. Or maybe the researcher that performed the study was misquoted. I can't tell you how many times I have been misquoted by the media. Okay, I'm ranting a bit. I promise I'll stop crying now. So what I'm about to tell you is based on the results of many, many well-designed studies. When it comes to which meal plans appear to be the healthiest, there are repeatedly those that push their way to the top. And they are the Mediterranean diet, the DASH diet, and a vegetarian diet. I'll briefly explain each of those, starting with the Mediterranean diet. It's funny because when I mention the Mediterranean diet to patients, their eyes light up. They say, you mean I can eat as much pizza and pasta I want on this diet? Uh, not quite. This pattern of eating recommends the daily consumption of whole grains, beans and legumes, nuts and seeds, fruits, vegetables, and olive oil. Meat and poultry should be treated as garnishes as opposed to being the star of the plate. Fresh fruit is a typical daily dessert, not Oreos and ice cream like we're used to. The DASH diet, which has nothing to do with Mrs. DASH brand products or seasonings, actually stands for Dietary Approaches to Stop Hypertension. As its name suggests, this diet was originally promoted to those with hypertension or high blood pressure, same thing but it has been found to be great even for those that are hoping to eat more wholesome food. And researchers have discovered the nice side effect of following the DASH diet is weight loss. So what's this diet all about? Like the Mediterranean diet, this pattern of eating does not banish any food or nutrient, but encourages the consumption of most foods in moderation. It promotes the consumption of fruits, vegetables, whole grains, lean proteins, and limiting the consumption of saturated and trans fats as well as sweets. Nuts, seeds, and beans are also recommended four to five times per week. Lastly, a vegetarian diet. Like I discussed on last Friday's Q&A show, many variations of a vegetarian diet currently exist. Personally, I have met a lot of vegetarians that are actually just carbitarians. These folks don't like eating animal flesh, but they don't like fruits and vegetables either. They just like breads, rice, and pastas. So they end up eating lots of potatoes, including french fries, tortillas, chips, crackers, cereals. You get the idea. This is not the style of eating I'm talking about when I say vegetarian. Instead, researchers studied those that consume lots of fruits and vegetables, whole grains, nuts, beans, and seeds, and few animal products. What they have found repeatedly is that those that follow any one of these three diets typically have lower rates for cardiovascular disease, lower blood pressure, and even lower risk for certain types of cancers. And again, not just one study, but lots and lots of studies have been found to show the same thing, and in different groups of people. Now, if we take a moment and think about what these diets have in common, why might they lower the risk for disease? Well, they're basically plant-based, encourage the consumption of whole foods, moderating portions, and consuming meat sparingly. Researchers have also found that once folks make the switch and begin following these meal plans, 
they're not as challenging to follow. They become part of the person's lifestyle. There's not much emphasis on banishing foods or avoiding foods for hours or days at a time. You can eat whatever you want, just be sure that most of the time you're consuming the foods I just mentioned. So why don't the ketogenic diet or paleo or South Beach or the zone or the intermittent fasting diets top the most healthy list? It's because these are difficult for people to follow over a lifetime. People are pretty good about following these diets when they're part of a formal study and are being fed or getting paid for their time. But once the study's over, which usually happens within six months, folks stop following the diet and regain their weight back, if not more. And because people have difficulty following these diets over the long term, we can't study how these diets will affect their health when they're in their twilight years. We can only guess. In fact, I had the pleasure of meeting Marlia Braun, a leading ketogenic diet researcher. She was presenting some of her studies on the ketogenic diet and its link with body weight at a national conference. After her presentation, I walked up to her and asked her, so the majority of the data you presented were from studies that were done in the short term, like six months or less. What happens when people follow this ketogenic diet for more than six months? Her reply, we don't know. For me, I feel uncomfortable recommending a diet to someone when I don't know what it may do to their body if they were to follow it for more than six months. More often than not, I try and meet the individual where they are. I ask them, what are you currently eating? What are your barriers? What's stopping you from eating more healthfully? Is it time? Is it money? What foods do you like? And how can we incorporate more of the foods you like into your diet? By doing that, folks are more likely to follow this pattern of eating for a lifetime. That's what I'm after. In order to have a healthy body weight, you have to do the same behaviors over and over and over again for as long as possible. Otherwise, guess what? The weight comes back. So finding what works for you is really what's key. So for many people, the Mediterranean diet, the DASH diet, or consuming more plant-based foods similar to a vegetarian diet isn't too difficult to follow once people start incorporating those foods more often. People are able to sustain these behaviors over the long term. And I'll just say, I'm not a vegetarian, but I do incorporate lots of plant-based food, lots of whole foods into my diet because I know that it helps improve health for most people, me included. And don't forget, I've mentioned this before on the show, I love pizza, french fries, potato chips, and donuts. Those are like my four most favorite foods. Does it mean I never eat them? Absolutely not. I enjoy them, but when I do enjoy them, I portion them out and eat only what's in front of me. Thank you again for your question, Bridget. You're gonna be entered into a very small raffle every month to win a book from us. And one last time, really quickly, you can be entered into the small raffles and possibly have your question answered right here on the show. Just come by oldpodcast.com to submit your question or call 61-I-LOVE-O-H-D. It's that easy. If you can believe it, we just completed 215 episodes of Optimal Health Daily We also reached 10 million downloads in our podcast family. So thank you all so much for that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sending in your questions. Thank you for sharing this show. I hope you have a wonderful weekend and I'll see you back here on Monday where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show 
and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember, your optimal life awaits.